Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas gift for that Kevin Smith fan in your life? Well, look no further than that Kevin Smith Club. If you go to thatkevinsmithclub.com, man, you'll get tons of content. Three days a week, you can watch me do Wake and Bake, man, where I just blab at the camera inside the Smithsonian screening room where you'll find all sorts of video of stuff I've done over the years and movies I've made and stuff. If you like stuff stuffed into your ears, and I know I've said stuff quite a bit, there's podcast galore, man. We got, of course, the full smarchive of uh, old podcasts of ours, man. Classic, shall we say. All the old episodes of Smodcast, all the old episodes of Jane Silent Bob Get Old, all the old episodes of Plus One. But guess what? Now there's also new episodes of Plus One because you get five new podcasts a week. One's called The Week and Kev. One's called Education. One's called Plus One. One's called Gimme Headlines. Uh, and one is called uh, uh, Wake and Bake, which is an audio version of the video show that I do. So, hey, man, if you're looking for that perfect holiday gift, Christmas gift, Hanukkah gift, Kwanzaa gift, you're looking for something to give to somebody who's like, yeah, I still like that guy. What's his name? Kevin James. Look no further than that Kevin Smith Club. Go to thatkevinsmithclub.com right now and put a little that Kevin Smith in your life or the life of somebody who's remotely kind of interested in my bullshit. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork buddy and dig into a noona. It's noona with Dan and Marty. If you never had a noona, well, there's no summer way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a noona. It's a noona with Marty and Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast. Uh, wait, I'm not supposed to say that. Go ahead. Hey, well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Radio, Internet, Radio, Internet, Radio, Internet, Internet, Radio Network. I'm hosting this week. My name's Steve. Uh, you can reach us at, at Nooner on Twitter. Nooner and Podcast. We have I don't know if your mic is working, Steve. Really? You don't hear anything? We'll put no, your... we do. But oh, it doesn't I'm sound so, good. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Should we start Uh-oh. over? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're Three, two, <laughs> whack it, whack it. Hi, this is Steve, and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast and the Smodco Radio. You put your is hand over back? the mic and see what happens. Go ahead, talk. Hello. Yeah, it, Hello? your mic's not on. Yeah, you're going through the other thing. Yeah, you're going Sir, through the other thing. Sir, at the Come bottom of the me. screen, there's three dots, and you can adjust yeah. your settings. And you know what? I knew that during the pre-show, but I didn't say anything because I wanted to. You know, I, I was going to. Oh, was my God. What? What's that voice? Who the how, fuck is that? How is my show doing? But one minute in, I have my answer. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? It's, I didn't know that offshore bank accounts could talk. Hey everybody, it's Dan Etheridge. What in good God's green earth is going on, Kruger? Oh my We're having God. technical problems. I'm sorry. I've been very busy editing Buzzsaw Three Tokyo Drift. No, what's it called? <laughs> what's the Hollywood. fucking title? Hollywood. No, uh, what? What now? Hollywood Sunrise. Yes. So I apologize. Uh, I am Steve. I'm the host. My mic is now working. We got it Cassandra, is. John, Marty, and the pro. Janitor? Is that yeah, the right sure. word? I think you come up with something dirtier. The the Down man there. behind the myth, Dan, the, wiz- the Wizard of Oz, Dan, the man from downtown Etheridge. And Dan, Dan is very progenital. I have to say that. Yes, he is. 
He's drinking. And I have to say, this is radio or podcast mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, Dan has a big case of the handsomes right now. Holy guacamole. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tingling. Um, it is so nice to see all of you. Uh, Cassandra, I do not know you particularly well, but I'm hoping this is the beginning of something beautiful. Yeah, I, I sure hope so, because I've been questioning your identity for four or no, five years. As have I. As have I. And Dan, what are you drinking? Uh, I made tonight, <clears throat> again, I wanted to bring a bit of sort of a Dean Martin holiday extravaganza. So I made a Brandy Alexander with fresh ground nutmeg on top. Which wow. is um, such a bold thing because you I are- I we were lack- starting at seven, so this is my second. Right. <laughs> and it's a bold choice because you are- severely lactose intolerant. So thank you for taking that on for the rest of us. You know what? There's one good thing about quarantining for COVID. Nobody has to know. <laughs> so how's my way, show? It's doing great. <laughs> Where we branched off into like a scripted fiction world that you will be a part of later tonight. Stay tuned because we're going to air. What's it called again? I've already forgotten. Buzzsaw 3. Buzzsaw 3. What now? Hollywood Sunrise. Sorry, Dan, do you know Kevin Smith? <laughs> I guess I do. Oh, yes, I do. That's why we're here. That is the origin story is, is Kevin and I became uh, friends in 96, 95, 96. And that's um, when Cassandra was born. I was born in 1990. All right. oh. yeah, she was five. When did you first get your period? Uh, 2003, 2002. So you're, you're on your 9-11. It was after or before. Yeah, no, 9-11 caused my first period. (laughs) As it did many women. All right. So, uh, you know, continue, Dan. Tell the origin story of how. No, no, I I think that I didn't want to, you know, drag everybody. Wait, how did you. We just became friends. Party night's first nooner uh, when? 2010? Uh, Maybe. uh, Something like that. Yeah. uh, 2011. 2011, because I remember I was in, I had to go to New York in 2012. And so that was the first time that I said the now insufferable, not that funny, long running joke of how's my show. But I was thinking today that was nine years ago. <clears throat> so it's sort of like I was, I think I was like Chevy Chase on the first Saturday Night Live. There for a year, kind of loathed. Coked left, out of your mind. It's been a lot better since. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so how did you and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Ke- Kevin, me? Uh, we met through a, a, a some very close friend of mine, delightful actress, Joy Lauren Adams. They were dating at the time. And uh, uh, so we we just started hanging out socially. And then he he rewrote a movie that I produced called Overnight Delivery with a young Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon. Mm. Oh, um, wait. And who else? who else is in that? Tell you who else. That's right. That Sean man right Levin. there. Just my, just my mouth. John, you had an acting career. Oh yeah, no, John, no, no, no. John was in Party Down. I've I was I've in, seen I that. was in Party Down. I was in uh, Veronica Mars, Delivery, and I was in Veronica um, Mars, Veronica Mars, and uh, Northern Exposure, The Great Santini. Northern Exposure is the one thing that that Dan didn't hire me to do, uh, and then then I was in uh, also uh, accidentally in. Um, What's it called? Monkey Bone, which is the worst movie ever made. I don't know. I watched a pretty bad one today, Stephen. What did you watch? What did I, did I do it? I don't know. What 
What bad movie? Did, what, well, how bad was it? I thought it? we all had homework for tonight's. Uh, oh, we'll get to Butthole Bob or whatever was called. We'll get to Butt Boy later, right? Please don't tell me that was a joke and I watched it today and we're not talking about it. In <laughs> we're th- we're well, talking about uh, it. it. It came into the our, our zeitgeist because it was John Waters' favorite film of 2020, but we'll, we can get into that later. <clears throat> I think we came into our zeitgeist because I was talking about putting food up your ass and we called our butts the second mouth i believe My yes I'm, yeah. get, I'm getting that an affirmative the from the, the millennial is giving me a thumb the thumbs i up. see why john just like looks over to the, some other eye line <laughs> I, he's he's on a better podcast right are now. you bored already i have yeah. i have i have to i have uh, uh 250 papers to grade before six o'clock in the morning tomorrow and three episodes of joe rogan to catch up on so and i also have to watch <laughs> butt boy before we get to it <laughs> well, you better start. It's like seventy-eight minutes long. You better start watching it now. I'm watching well, on YouTube, so I've got six minutes. I've got long. it twice. That, what's that's the same thing. <laughs> I actually watched it too. I can't believe I didn't get all the way through it, but I got pretty deep into it. Hey, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, can you we didn't get, get through it. Can we get the, to the origin story of the friendship yes. of of you and John, Dan? John is, uh, and this is, and let's bring it, let's make it sincere for a moment. John has been a legend in my life since the beginning of my adult life. Is when I was a freshman at college, he was, he was not, he was not our floor resident advisor, but there were four of us in one suite, and we shared a fire door with a senior named John Sylvain, who had a, a studio studio there, and he became sort of our de facto uh, life purchaser, theater guru. And he, he just loomed large both at college and in my life and always has. Um, so he's always been a dear friend and I've followed him on adventures in theater and other such adventures for a long time. So we've known each other forever. Longer yep. than Marty and I. How yep. sweet. Yep. Yeah. I Wait, so I used to be a lot older than Dan. <clears throat> now we're the same age. What was the first <laughs> thing that, that John directed you in, Dan? Uh, that would be, uh, 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 why am I stuttering? Uh, Henry the Fourth, part one. So who else was uh, with, in that? Well, we some other people went on to some greater acclaim. Uh, uh, Paul Giamatti was Falstaff. Who? And uh, Paul Giamatti played Falstaff. Mm-hmm. And uh, no. Ron Livingston played King Henry. Nope. And um, uh, I played Prince Hal. Once I was subbed in, I did not get the role originally. Master writer Alan Heinberg played the role. Oh. Was, and then I think for some reason it wasn't bad. I can't remember. And who played like Maybe guard number it. three? Uh, who played guard number three? Mm, Colin Lingle. No, yeah. <laughs> I love Colin. That's not, is that a real name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no, that's a fantastic. That's a fantastic great name, great. Colin yeah. Lingle. Yeah. Mm. Who played? A- and uh, was, Bill Lamar was in it. Oh, but wasn't Ed? Huh. What's his name in it too? No, Ed, Ed Norton was in Ed another Norton, play no, that I did. No, Ed Norton actually didn't act at Yale. He lies about that all the time. That's not true at all. He played my assistant in a Woody Allen play. It was Jen Westfeld was my lover. You're lying about that. Ed Norton played my assistant. Was he any good? It was, he, well, it, it was a it was not a flashy role. I I you know was big ham and and he appropriately teed me up for hamdness. Ah uh, yes, yes, hamdness, yes. <laughs> Well, that's why people hire me, right, John? I mean, that's why you came back to me again at the Sacred Fools. We need a ham. We need a big, big slice of ham. <laughs> well, <laughs> Xander, Xander was looking for somebody who would just 
tear up the stage. And I said, uh, I know somebody. <laughs> I know somebody could chew all of the scenery, spit it out, and chew it again. <laughs> and come back for more. <laughs> which Does show he act is, professionally? Which well, show well. is that? <laughs> which show is what? that? Um... Well, all of those uh, Xander yeah, shows. Like The Hunchback was the one that you and I no, did. No, the one that Xander directed. Oh, you know, Once Unwished Work, Kirk Wood Bromley shows. There were two of them. I forget the other title. Icarus and Aria. No. You weren't in that one? Do that one. It was Once Unwished Work and then a second one where I played the lawyer, did acid, and freaked out and got naked, particularly. Yeah, I remember that very vividly. Man, I, is, it, I, did you meet Marty at Sacred Fools? Is that how you and Marty linked up? Marty and I had met each other very, very, very lightly senior at college with a mutual friend, John Enbaum, who we later uh, yes. you know, worked with. Yes. And John knew that both Marty and I were coming out here right after college. He said, you two should I don't, I don't room together. So right Marty should words, but go on. <laughs> well, he got us an apartment and it was the cool. Marty and I had a great time in the first year and a half because it was when I drove out, Marty had rented. Uh, Marty had, and it was a it was a transition apartment. So it, it was a it was a one room apartment with the couch and the sink and the toilet on Ocean Park, right next to Lincoln. Uh, right, right by the right, beach. Right, yeah, it was really close yeah, to right the ocean. Albertson. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, and we were there for a month, and then we got an apartment in Palms. Mm. How, how would you get there. to Palms, Steve, from where you are? Oh dear, I mean. Wow. The two to the five to the one ten to the ten, and then I get off at. Um, I wouldn't get off at Palm. I get off the four and cut a, cut down Venice. Anyway, there, there no you know what you're up to. You know what you're doing. There's no Palm's exit. No, no. Uh, national. national. Yeah, national. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd get off at national. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Dan's now been a part of one of the great new bits on the show where we just talk about how we drive yeah, to places. I felt it was a bit, and I, I was happy to be great. a nascent age part of it. <laughs> I know of this apartment. Marty talks about it uh, favorably, but like, just what, so you two ding-dongs lived in a single uh, one-bedroom? Right. We I was in grad school. Marty was starting work, I think. I was sowing my young gay wild oats, and Marty was doing Go back, Go back to you. I don't want to hear about Marty. So what does what you your sowing your gay oats means mean? Everything you might think. Oh. Nice. No, not really. I was very, I'll tell you, I was, for those of you who live here, you'll know, West Hollywood is like, you know, is, is one of the great gay ghettos of the universe just like greenwich village was and new york and castro but i was so uh did not know about the gay world although i was out but i had never really expressed it i uh i didn't know that west hollywood existed oh. what so, you yeah. moved here and you didn't know, didn't know west hollywood existed well it's not many uh village people songs so you wouldn't how would you know <laughs> that's it, that's how and i knew about the castro knew about this he, and then he knew about every ymca in the uh the LA County area. Every Friday night, Dan would drive up to the Castro from Palms. Like, that's a five and a half hour drive to get your dick sucked. Like, why don't you made, just go? I've made that drive, Steve. I've made I've, that drive. I, I, so. We've all made that drive. And then made it There's, to work on Tuesday morning. I'm, no problem. <laughs> so I, I was there until 90. Marty and I lived together for several years. It was until 1992. And I think it was with Marty and John or somebody. I don't remember. We went to a straight party on San Vicente, just between Santa Monica Boulevard and Sunset, right? You know, just north of the heart of West Hollywood. Boys mm. Town. I didn't know it existed as mm. yet then. And we parked and got a meter in front of what is still now Mickey's. 
And oh, I got out of the car with my straight pals and looked around and thought, what is this paradise? I will see you guys and in I, a year. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> see him for a month. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm busy. like, where's Dan? No more straight parties. That's it. Oh, boy. Uh, How long were you in L.A. before you knew about this city that was actually created I know. as a safe haven for homosexuals? Like That's how and it wasn't just me. You kind of I don't know. Maybe it was. I was a year, year, year and a quarter before wow. I knew Hollywood existed. Wow. And I only stumbled on it by accidentally getting a meter in front of Mickey's. Wow. It's like living in Paris and like a year and a half in, you're like. They have these baguettes. They're little <laughs> tiny loaves of bread. They bake them every day. I want, I want to put them in my mouth as quick. Give me another baguette. I mean, I've been eating yeah. French fries and whatever. <laughs> French. Whatever. Oh, What's another French toast? But what are these baguettes? <laughs> See, uh, yeah. Dan, I had, I had an inverse of your experience because I moved here a little after you guys. But I lived with a, a gay gentleman who knew where the fuck West Hollywood was. He... That's that is where he landed. We didn't live there, but we lived adjacent and I would go with him. I was the token straight guy. And I was like, I like it here. These people are having fun. <laughs> That's the opposite reaction of Marty and John. I would routinely and it was my fault. I would routinely take them to gay bars and such. But I do it by saying, I promise you it's going to be mixed. It's de- this place is definitely mixed. That means there's one straight girl alone okay. with a neck tattoo. She just got out of prison, and she's <laughs> like, when, and, and when she's, Marty walked in, it became a it became mixed. That's right. It was yeah. only mixed by Dinter Marty and John being there. That mixed it up. Uh, uh, speaking of, of mixed, uh, I just heard today that Akbar in Silver I know, Lake I was bring is, that is up. raising money, and I have been to Akbar for New Year's Wait, Eve. Can you explain? What I've Akbar seen many is? comedy shows there. It's a it, it is known as a mixed bar. And anytime I went to Akbar with my gay friends, I was the mixed part of it. I was that, like, oh, it, it, it could be it could be relatively all the places Akbar felt, felt a little bit like you can definitely go there straight and not worry about it and have a great time. I mean, all these well, restaurants but, but are, like, and bars are, are like struggling for money right now. And so they, they ran a. Um, whatever one of these fundraisers and go fund me and uh they so dollars yeah. in a day yes wow. that, well, awesome. that makes sense yeah it was, it yes. was awesome to see i was clued into it yesterday and uh it was like it you know i don't know forty five thousand or something and to see it just everybody who's ever been there say I, this place must stay it felt yes nice i'm very happy this time but cassandra so, put her money in that white trash place in van nuys right no. Lady that wants to shut down movie production because they she can't sell her no. fucking tater tots to crew guys. Yeah. Was that you? <laughs> yes, yeah. I own pineapple hill. Like, she's a my big... bar is right here. She's a and big like, yeah. She's a big uh, whatever Tostinos fan. You know, every Tuesday night they're like three for two dollars. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. Um, no, I did not support Pineapple Hill. Although I. Did party a lot at Pineapple Hill when I was young. Wow. When you were young, you you look delightfully not a day over 23. Thank mm-hmm. you. She's, she's 30. Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all 12 of my roommates were all living in a Kia Soul. L- yeah. Lower, lower micro, Micronesia. What is but everybody we live in Echo doing? Park. I know Marty and Victoria and John, you, you and your family, Stephen. I don't know what you're up to, but Cassandra, like, do you have a pod? Are you living by yourself? What's your COVID deal? I have a pod. Um, I have a roommate, and then she's we've got, got a uh, boyfriend. I just got a boyfriend. Uh, and uh, then we have another couple who lives down the street that we involve Same in. With. 
Huh? No. Wait, nothing. That we what? I said swing with. <laughs> yeah, that we yeah. So all five of us fuck each other, um, and we also stay COVID safe. Right, right. And Yogi joins you every other weekend, right? Uh, John's son. Yeah, no, John's son does join. Wow, we you have know, gotten risque here in the old. This show's yeah. disgusting. Oh, this is yeah. Strangely, yeah. no, Dan was the moral compass. Like Dan, yeah. I, I think I came on during the high watermark of Dan and Marty. And I was like a substitute sometimes for when Dan was uh, off making Gone with the Wind 2 or whatever. And uh, it was good. It if was only very... they released it. <laughs> <laughs> 380 minutes long. Not a frame needs to be cut. Tarantino said, make it longer. It's perfect. Um, four intermissions in a film. Go. And uh, John, uh, Dan and Marty would have these great sort of NPR-esque deep political conversations. Dan is a uh, political uh, junkie. He knows the world incredibly well. And Marty would Are you love... okay? Me? Because it's uh, bad right now. I know. I feel like I've had to really let that go. Good. Well, good. But Marty hasn't. Marty Marty has tried to keep that tradition going with us, and we are criminally misinformed and or an old uh, closeted Republican. John Sylvain's face just reads, speak for yourself, asshole. That is what I know. John, yeah, yeah, yeah. John gets angry sometimes, and I don't think it's good for his heart. Yeah. <laughs> so when you turn him but on, I can, it, yeah. I can see it in Marty's eye when he, he will say, he'll have this long, you know, the Republicans are doing this, and this is also happening. What do you think? And when there was a Dan, he would have a snappy number and he would tell you about this congressperson and that U.S. senator and this blah, blah, and this law and this piece of legislation. And he does it to us and we just start talking no, about no. poop. Yeah. Or else John gets mad that I even asked the question. <laughs> well, it's the way you ask the question. You ask is like leading. Like, what was the thing the other day with uh, with uh, oh, what's his face? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Marty oh, asks the question that kind of sits on top of a circle and then you answer within his Venn diagram. He Don't goes, you well, dare actually, go outside of it. If you go I was outside thinking of it. over here. No, 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 we, no, 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 no. It's a uh, you're talking about. But it's, it's okay. So, so Marty, it's Dan, okay. Dan is here. Pa Papa is here. It, do you have something you want to ask him that he will yeah. give you a snappy yeah, uh, yeah. political? So, like, Dan, I tell you, I'm, I'm really retired from this, but all right. I, I know. All right. Dan, For old time's sake. At one point, Dan used to know, like, be able to name, like, probably like 80. I, I know I should have boned up. 80 to 90 percent mm -hmm. of, of the senators of, bone in, something. In, in the country. Dan, what is your. Do you remember the first time I did that was with John Sylvain at the drawing room because they had that map of the United States. That Etsy kind of map amazing. United States in the wall yeah. there, and it was point to yeah. the states, and it was like 1990. Yeah, you knew every single senator, and and not only that, you knew who was running, senator and governor okay. of every state nation. Yeah. I don't anymore. Wow. but I did. At okay, when I did. But can you just give us a, some sense of of uh, what's going on in Georgia right now? So just like right now, Georgia is facing two runoff elections for the Senate positions there, um, both. Uh, both uh, Republican uh, candidates had more uh, votes than their Democratic opponents, but there's still a runoff. What's what's going to happen? The Senate the is old, in the balance. So, uh, the, the old saw the runoff in Georgia is that that is that is there so that the Republicans will win in the runoff. So traditionally, I would have said 
it's not a hill we'll, we will be able to climb. I think there's a huge question mark in the air because of the way that Trump's interjected himself in a not productive way for them winning the runoff uh, by suggesting the elections are rigged. That could shave off some points on their end. Also, traditionally, even though there is a lot of excitement, we just traditionally don't have anywhere near the same turnout we do at the presidential general time. So I think I think it's a jump ball. I'd still say slight lean towards the Republicans winning because I think the dynamic of runoffs favoring the GOP is a, is stronger is stronger than the, the the Trump thing. But I could be wrong, and that's really the theme. What I wanted to say right off the bat, the reason I've stopped talking about politics a lot is that I just feel like I'm wrong more now than I felt like I used to be. I guess it's just a function of getting older. I would trust the swingers COVID circle there that Cassandra's running to to know more about the heartbeat of politics right now than 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 I do. I mean, I have thoughts, but I Party, what are those we white things in your mouth? What is that? Oh, that's a smile. He's smiling. Those are his teeth. Oh my God, he smiled. Oh, there it went away. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, are you eating a brick of of, uh, of of a cake of sugar? What are those white things that you're hanging from your your I gum? Was smiling because Cassandra was being very charming. Thank uh, you. Dan, I, this is not an insult. This is a, a compliment. A friend of mine who's big, up. big. You're, you're fat. <laughs> no, please. But Fuck. in a good way. No, <laughs> you make it work. So <laughs> this friend of mine is a big time journalist. I've talked about on the show a lot. And he tweeted out that he was going to be on the MSNBC. Not the one with the girl with the glasses, but the guy with the glasses who looks like a bit Kornacki? of an amphibian. Velshi. I don't know. I don't watch MSNBC. And he was on. He was. He's a uh, an expert on vaccines. Seth Manukin, and he was bad. He I, he's a great guy. I've hung out with him since high school. He can hold mm. a conversation. The camera goes on him, and he slumps, and his head goes down, and he does like the guy teaches at MIT. He does not have the words when the camera came on. Well, you just spoke right there. I don't know what you said, but I'm buying, and I think <laughs> you have a second career or a side gig. As like a commentator on an MSNBC, that was, I don't know, you are perfect for news. I don't know what you said, but you said it with verve and enthusiasm, and I'm buying. Wow. So this is a flat out compliment. Thank you. Yeah, well, I, I've always said that Dan has a career as an actor, as the, you know, the senior senator from like uh, North Carolina right. or Virginia, you know, and like the incompetent mayor, hey, the bumbling chief of police. Can you give Butt us a little Boy. bit of that right now? No, I think you're seeing it. I think you're getting it. I'd bring off. No, no, I want a little bit of. You you just improv that. That was often you weren't reading a prompter and you landed a point. You didn't stay too long. It was concise. Like it was so well done. Okay, well, you don't like and, but and you also said nothing, which is even better for television. Right. Just so we're, we're back, we're back in five with Dan Etheridge, and I don't know what he's saying, but he's he means it. You I might think it. it's a compliment, Dan. It's really an an, an insult to me. You know, he's really saying. Like, well, I um, you know. Both. That's a double sum game, right? I, I insult Marty and I give Dan a compliment. I, I think no, I win. Very good. Honestly, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so well played. Uh, can, I have, uh, can I ask a question? Uh, why do you think runoffs in, uh, are favorite Republicans? Do you think runoffs in Georgia favor Republicans yes. or runoff? Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, depending on the state, it might, but I think the runoff was put in there to make it so. 
the, to make it so the Republican would win in the fall. Yeah. May or may not have won in the plurality. <clears throat> because why, you know, if you don't have that kind of system, then Democrats get to run in every election. And if you do have that kind of system, you can just do run Republicans versus Republicans. Um, I have a question. Did both, like who, uh, who won? <laughs> <laughs> a commercial, a commercial. She's fucking. She's bombing, bombing. Well, bring, bring, get the Dan back. Get him in his car. Get she him back Albert here. Five minutes. Flop sweat. Rachel, Rachel, come back, please. Don't. She took her glasses. Once she takes the glasses off, she's done for the day. Rachel, Miss Maddow, Miss Maddow. Nope, she's done. Republicans won both. Um, the uh, the the tightest one was the Ossoff race. He was running against Purdue, and Purdue for most of the night had like fifty point one percent. But as the Battles came and came with like I think a forty nine percent. So he pulled them into a runoff in the ensuing days. You have to get over Warnock 50%. had a different time with Lawler because there was a couple spoilers in there, not spoilers, but other. It just kept kept Lawler was didn't come close to fifty. And isn't it possible that one Republican and one Democrat could win, or is everyone just being like, "There's no fucking way that's going to happen"? Oh, I apologize. Warnock actually had the most votes in his uh, runoff. Lawler and Doug Collins, two Republicans, split the Republican vote. But he he had a plurality victory with like forty one percent. I'm guessing. And you need fifty. That all the the no no he he no Warnock did not have fifty. No no no. But you need fifty to, to get. That's right. Cassandra, Cassandra's glasses are fogging up. She's just like I, they're. So Warnock, what, they're, Warnock what are they Republicans <laughs> split the Republican vote. Now they in theory unite and they have more than Warnock. That's I mean what, to to answer that. your question, Cassandra, I don't think there will be. It'll either go two one way or two the other way. You know. Well, I think. I think that the Democrats will win. Said declaratively with no information. <laughs> Welcome like a millennial. to the podcast. Oh, right on. Right yeah, on. I, I, I manifesting uh, it. A, a friend of mine is driving back across the country to New York and with his kid, and he's staying tonight in Illinois somewhere in the middle of nowhere. He's been trying to um, plot the trip buy whole foods so he can go in with a mask and get food and leave but he didn't and he's like no one wears masks here and i'm like where are you he's like central illinois and i live in a bubble because i live in los angeles and everyone except for glendale wears masks you know in general <laughs> oh and, honey well actually when i went down to orange county to visit my uh, in-laws they, they weren't wearing masks because they watch fox news and they they even said to me like you can take it off down here. And I said, listen, fuck not. I'm wearing it for you because I live in L.A., which is a, a super spreader event. But, you know, because they're right wing people. And, you know, as, as Cassandra said, like, well, there that is 70 million people that voted for that orange fucking sea cucumber that yeah. floated out of the sea. Right. So they they want to express themselves. They, they have these ideas. They're completely fucked up and probably wrong. But like, wouldn't it be better to give them their own like. Right wing Las Vegas, you know, where like Las Vegas is this place I where have it. Give them what? a military too. See if I give a fuck. I'm agreeing with you. Well, no, I mean, just like a city where you can say the N word and the F word and all the guns you want. Racism is allowed and all the gun liberty and there's no taxes. Yeah, they're like, they're but like just contain it to like a like you can look, do that. Two weeks a year, the wife and I go out there. We go to Libertyville and we just fucking say the N word as loud as we can and just get it all out and then just go back and whatever it is you do, go back to work and like, make us money. Mixed a lot of. Have you that? ever been to Branson? 
Yeah, I mean, geographically, that's like most of the country, not not yeah. population wise, but certainly geographically. But wouldn't it be better if they were all like brought together? What do you mean like they? One... What do you mean they? White people. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whoever, whoever ha- the seventy million that have these ideas didn't don't. Wouldn't it be better for them to just get it out at some sort of theme park where? That the the MAGA world really exists, and you can just walk around with an you AR fifty. This reminds me of the scene in Love Actually. Oh when... my god! Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Are you serious? I'm sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry, Dan. What the fuck? I, I should have prepped you before. What is going do, you, do you know how Rain Man was really into Wapner? You know how he's talking about Wapner, and you're like, why does this person with something wrong with his brain like judge wapner this is her wapner (laughs) no this makes sense let me land it okay so the guy from walking dead is in love with kira knightley right and so he keeps it hidden and buried down but like in exchange he's mean to her but then on christmas he comes with all the signs says what he needs to say and then he's walking down the alley and he goes enough now I think that's what you're talking about. You need all these people to go and like have their moment. No. Like no. A kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then it, say, it's the same thing for Hollywood liberals who need to go to BlackRock. And it's like, you know, you there's no me. money, man. We're just out there <laughs> at fucking Burning Man. And they go right back to being head of development for Amazon. Like they're, they're, they don't it's all want to live in the I don't want to judge, but you, Amelia Earhart, landed that. that <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's, 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 oh, wait, she's dead. I was like, oh, a wonderful female pilot. Uh, yeah, ex- yeah. Well, explain to me what <laughs> Amelia Earhart landing is, Dan. You sullied it, my friend. You sullied it. Yeah. What does that mean? You killed Dan? a lot of birds. Uh, what is it? What is an Amelia Earhart landing? Oh, Marty. I don't think Ugh. you need to explain that, Marty. Marty. Uh, yeah, I, think, uh, I think they oh, I think man. everybody got that, Marty. I think I think we can. You know, I even feel bad for having said it because Cassandra is so fucking charming. Uh, wow, JP. I don't know why I said it. I'm angry at myself. Now. It's okay. It's okay. This is this show has turned into uh, soon. They did. It's Thanksgiving here. We're in the Bermuda Triangle of the of the holidays. Yes, Brandy Alexander. Uh, Dan, cheers, cheers, everyone. Uh, cheers. Yes, I'm sure what the Trump voters think that like. This gay Brandy Alexander Swillin podcast dude thinks about them. Um, I don't know if we have a lot of Trump voters. No, we don't. JP Cutter tweeted in I and think said, got rid of <laughs> and he's a friend of the show. He's been on the show. And he said, Thr- thrilled for the rare chance to hear founding Merp uh, Dan Etheridge on his own show. Well, um, mm, I last Fair. saw him at the Party Down reunion for Vulture Fest. Must have been a while ago, as it was a room full of people. <laughs> Any updates on a possible party down revival? You've never heard that before, have you? Never. Look, hope. Uh, it's this. Uh, honestly, it's a stock answer. Hope springs eternal. Uh, that's all one can say. Maybe, maybe someday. But when we do it, if we do it, uh, we want to have party a- will not be cast. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the problems with a party down reunion is that where do I send the check? Well, yeah. Every if everybody, all the characters came back together, what is it like ten years later? It would be so, so, so sad for them. They're back being cater waiters. No, none of them wanted to do that. Look, it that weighs on us. We want to be authentic and figure out a way to be authentic in doing that. And yeah. uh, you know, hope, I'm just gonna say, hope springs eternal. Well, 
it I have to say it it was a great show. It was a I mean, John wrote the fuck out of that and you had such a great cast. He sure it did. was really, really good. I was uh, excited to be on it once, and I was excited to come back, and then you got canceled for absolutely no reason. I mean, the bummer it co- is it cost like one hundred and fifty dollars per episode. Oh, I know, and and it was on. It went on. It was what the show that it went on Netflix like six months later after they canceled it, and yeah. not became like a hit, but people were finding it and watching it. So they yeah. just held on. And John, as I've always told you, another bummer is that. I, the plan was is that you'd have been a nice recurring character waiter that we had introduced yeah. in the last episode of the of this of the series. As yeah. I was never yeah. given that oh. opportunity, but uh, we'll move on. Wait, <sighs> you had a role for that guy. Speaking role. And you but, were great. I mean, and, and the reason the reason that party people don't know this, but the reason that party down was so cost effective is that the, the actors actually did cater to the crew uh, at lunchtime so yeah. that uh, they Full didn't service. have to hire caterers. Full Smart. service. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, John, come on. It was funny. No, it wasn't. Don't do that. No. <laughs> no don't be too oh, like Amelia Earhart. Oh. I see. I was. I was just. I see. I was wrong to say that because I think we should be supporting John. You landed. Oh, you have. You don't, you don't show understand the brand. I landed it like Elon Musk two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> you in were Texas? Sully on the Hudson, my friend. That's right. Sully on the Hudson. Wow, beautiful. Thank you. So I, I had an exchange with uh, Marty over the weekend. Oh, oh. By the way, there's an episode of Buzzsaw Three. I have already forgotten the title. What's it called? <laughs> Okay. Is this a, is this a, is this a thing? Is this like Kentucky Brunch? What's like? I I can't remember shit. And I I have I have listened to your people's fucking voices for three days as I edited this nightmare. But um, whose was the best? Who? Yeah, yeah. What is, what is Bud Saw? Well, I'll tell you about it later. Anyway, I'm I'm teasing it for the uh, the four prisoners who are allowed to listen to podcasts live. Anyway, um, subject to listening to podcasts live. <laughs> said, the pe- yeah. People in isolation. Right. Phones for this. I'm pretty sure they're trying to get secrets yeah. out of people. <laughs> Should we so, play them uh, Chumbawamba saw... or the live podcast? Live podcast. <laughs> Remember, Marty, we used to try to we give out a number for people to call to try to get phone calls, and mm. no one, no one ever called. No. Maybe once or twice. There was a an article that uh, it was in the Long Beach Gazette or something that $5,000 worth of uh, fireworks had been discovered at somebody's house. And if you don't know this about Marty, he's a big firework fan, which you wouldn't you really wouldn't know looking at him. He doesn't look like although my wife I brought it up to my wife and she's went, you're being racist. I'm like, I can't say any like it's Marty likes fireworks. He lit his backyard on fire. Yeah, to impress I my think wife that's racist. Marty has an impish joy in sort of that kind of. He uh, knows all the little shacks in parts of LA during the summer yeah. where you can where you can buy fireworks. And I texted him and I said, "Is was this you as a joke? Were you hoarding five thousand dollars worth of illegal fireworks?" And then he told me a story that when he was a kid, he would buy fireworks in bulk. I don't know where. I don't know where he had the connections mail to get order. a brick mail order. And then his mom would drive him around and he would sell them to his friends. And for like a <laughs> moment, I respected Marty. I said, oh, he's a little capitalist. And, Look and at so, him. So he t- tweeted or texted back to me. What happened to that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit? 
I was just, I just saw this little 10 year old Marty going, okay, you want some sparklers and you want some uh, tanks and you want some firecrackers. Okay. That'll be $13. And you take the money and you go home and you meant, I spent a hundred and I gained 300. That's $200 worth of profit. Look at me, mom. I'm a great big fucking dynamo. And then I I think it's Marty's entrepreneurial spirit that has kept this podcast on the air for 10 solid straight years. Marty, you ladies and gentlemen. I, I think I think you need to hear the rest of the story. And then he texted me, "Well, I sold them at cost." <laughs> oh god! And I and I I think I wrote so fucking on brand. I mean, oh, that was cast at ten. No, no, I'm just charging you. There's no markup for you. And I went, Marty. Randy lived in a trailer park, and like to go there and to gouge him out of his hard-earned money, like it just made me sad. Randy lived in a trailer park. Is that the beginning of a Steve Carroll song? Or... Uh, a Jim, uh, Jim I think Carroll that's a Bruce Springsteen. Jim Carroll. Yeah. Jim no, no, Car- Randy. Basketball Diaries, Jim yeah. Carroll. No, Jim yeah. Carroll. Jim Carroll. <laughs> These are people that died. Died. Yes, yes, yes. We, we all know the song. Randy actually lived in a trailer park, and now it's like, you know, whatever, multi-million dollar condos in Palo Alto. But, but yeah. So I, I so fireworks are illegal in California when you were a kid or not? I don't. Uh, the ones that fly up in the air and and light houses on fire, yeah, those ones are. But like you can right now, you like up until this past year, you could get fireworks that don't leave the ground. You know? No, but I'm talking about when you were a kid in oh, the seventies. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So you would order them, and you would order a large portion. Yeah. Of fireworks. Mm-hmm. And then you would you would your mom would drive you around the neighborhood, and you would yep. disperse them. Yep wasting your mom's gas and her time and your time and you were not charged and exposing yourself to huge liability oh it's so funny like uh yeah (laughs) i got the idea from a friend of ours uh my my sisters who was in high school and he bought like i bought like you know 120 bucks or whatever he bought like 800 dollars worth he was at the post office loading them into a truck and the guy was like hey can i help you do this and like he was like sure and then he got arrested by feds from that and uh then one oh, i thought be- it was going to be a zodiac story no no then he went on to become a federal prosecutor so that's that set him straight he got scared straight happy wow. ending system works you're welcome america so marty not shortly after that era in your life when i was in my early teens i would buy a quarter pound of marijuana which was illegal in massachusetts um mm-hmm. so i would pay a pretty hefty price for it but then i would sell it to my friends at a markup thus making my money back and a profit. But that makes you officially a drug dealer, whereas Marty was a, a friend. Humanitarian? He's an arms dealer. And that's why I'm sitting on top of the world. <laughs> I, I, it just, I, I, I was so excited for you for a second, and then, oh, you could have just lied to me. Why did you have to deflate my it was really my important. my imagining of you as a child and a little entrepreneur? Any opportunity I can. Thank you. Um, <laughs> speaking of entrepreneurs, John, you have, ah! you launched uh, you know oh, it Jesus the Christ. game, and yeah, that, and that's fantastic. And and uh, peop, uh, listeners have been tweeting in like Tyson and um, uh, JP, like celebrating your success. How? How has it been? Like, it was really going. It was great. It was great until just now, just before the show. I, I, I'm, I'm still processing this. Marty pointed out that I misspelled educational on the box. <laughs> Wait, is that true? Oh my god! 
JP tweeted out a photo of it unironically showing the, the box, but it, it is misspelled. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I did offer to proof stuff. John, you didn't have it proofed before you went to print? And how do you misspell educational? Like of all yeah, the words. It no, must be, a, you know what I think it is? It's a missprint, not a misspell. No, it was, it was, a, it was a, I was a, a you know, an image file that I sent. I, I did actually have all the cards proofread. I just didn't. Wait, how it. did you spell it? Could I, cause I don't, I'm I a terrible speller. A. I left off the A. There's an A in education. Educational. It's educational. It's educational right now. It's educational. And to my credit, I did say I wasn't going to mention it to, to, today, but I mean, I'm just excited that the. the Wait, just, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say to my credit? I mean, the, okay. the typo. The typo. Like, I, mean, I just did. Typo. I mentioned oh. the typo. I brought it up because Marty oh, pointed right. it out to me Sorry, right before the show, and I needed some time to process it. And I didn't take it. I decided to just have my breakdown on the air. That's good radio. Yeah, because I felt like now would be a good time for me to go on a rampage and take the 500 remaining boxes that I have and set them on fire and then set myself on fire oh, and then and then, you know, get some fireworks. And well, that would John, not rip them in half with your big muscles. <laughs> I don't think that would be a very eductional uh, strange endeavor. time for a, to make a pass at John. <laughs> it wasn't a pass. Oh, it's it's a big big She's just I'm literally ring. like four I'm, times I'm older than she is. I know, but yet the sexual tension endures from episode to episode. John offered to be my dad before we got on the air. Don't you remember well, that? Yeah. yeah. I see in yeah. my world that's not uh, something that eliminates sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. wait 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 let, let, go on slow yeah oh, the daddy the daddy's son oh i'm i'm very exactly well versed in the in the the gay erotica world at the moment yeah, i know you are i i know you are <laughs> yes i'm trying to make a little penny off of that world um yeah john so why didn't you have it proofed i did i did have everything except the box proof there's only like oh. there's like seven words on the box so i was like oh yeah this is fine this is fine yeah the box is fine well, you know what? This is a teachable moment. I mean, you you've learned. It's in or yeah. John spelling. Can you give me? A, can you give you? I want I want your address because I want to go over and just kill you just to get over this. <laughs> I, you're looking and that'll at be a teachable moment. Wait, John, you're looking at all of us as you're saying that. That's yeah. Who are you yeah, speaking to? The eyeline's obscure there. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like that's not me. I don't no, know. I, I, really... I think that's I think that's accurate. I just don't feel like maybe I won't kill Dan because I haven't seen him in so long. I opened with calling you a, a legend. How can I even be anywhere near your kill list? Yeah, well, that's true. No, it's just more. It's more. It's not really about anger towards people. It's right. more anger towards myself that yep. I want to express by murdering. And you don't want to hurt talk about you know how toxic masculinity is affecting you in that way. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. If I could cry, if I felt like I was Millennial. it was safe for me to cry, I, I would I would not have to kill people. Oh no, John. <laughs> Get some tears. Oh, the waterworks are falling. No, I'm mm. very disappointed. Um, you know what? It it's okay. When I tweet about it on Christmas, <laughs> with playing it with my family, I won't bring it up. Okay, great. There, so there. That, yeah, so when uh, yeah when they canceled party down, it was okay. 
It's okay. <laughs> there, there. I was hey. thinking. I was thinking about Dan earlier today, as I often do. As as the sun goes down, I go, "What the? What is Dan?" You're working on gay erotica. You, you got. I was working on gay erotica. It was a daddy uh, uh, otter story. Got it. Right. You know, daddy we're we're otter? we're trying to figure I'm out seven. Um, and I I was uh, remembering when I really felt like I got Dan and liked Dan. I always liked Dan, but he's Marty's very uh, loud and well-spoken friend. And I was like, oh, he's he's interesting. I'm a quiet sort of negging kind of uh, angry, angry little man. And he uh, we were we were it was very early on in the podcast when I came on and he did. a We were doing a bit about Hannibal Lecter. And he agreed with me that I love the book and I love the movie, but the name Hannibal is the stupidest fucking name because it rhymes with cannibal. And we like, like went yeah. on for ten. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, like, see, like how anybody like, I, you know what? He's going to be a cannibal. Yeah. Animal. His name is Mike Tape and he likes to rape. Like, OK, <laughs> yeah, well, you, 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 I'm going to name it. my child Herder. <laughs> and that's when I, I remember going oh i like dan he gets it he's fun he's not just like a political uh whiz he he uh he understands you to, just uh, full of lovely compliments day thank you well they they last until yeah. nine and then it becomes yeah, yeah. this becomes jump off jump off zombie movie we all do we all do yeah, yeah. oh by the way buzz saw two Cleveland steamer? No. What's it called? What now? Hollywood sunrise. I've only heard you say it like three thousand times. By the way, you haven't explained what's happening to him yet. So here's what happened. Oh. We decided that we wanted to write a sequel to a movie that didn't exist. And so week by week, each one of us have taken uh, you know, a, a part of it. And we got 11 episodes all together, and we made Buzzsaw 2, this again, Miami Nights. The Miami um, Nights is in parentheses. I just, oh, I was hoping it was something like that, or two sets of colons. Buzz there's two, co- there's colons and pr- as, as, men, as much punctuation as possible. <laughs> Nothing says a good film like a colon yeah. and a parentheses. Maybe even an ellipsis. Just ellipsis. After the, yeah. Ellipsis, yeah. 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 And four, four of them. I, I, I wanted to put in brackets, but I, I was <laughs> shouted down. Brackets. So... I don't know if the listeners like it, but we sure do. So now we've done Buzzsaw 3, and Kruger's a very good audio engineer. Uh, or what whatever. Me, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Buzzsaw 2 was a teen, 80, 80s teen horror slasher Excellent. film Excellent. That, that somehow we would, like an improv exercise, each one of us would write an episode, and then we'd all perform it, and I'd chop it up, and we'd listen to it. Uh, some people wanted me and John to fuck a lot for our characters. Some people, excuse, excuse, <laughs> in fact, you started that. You, oh, yeah, right. I don't, yeah, I don't believe. I mean, no offense. Well, it, it's a movie, and it's the eighties, so. I wrote the scene where they fucked. I did it. I did it. I, I did write a scene where a guy fucked a girl because it's the eighties and there has to be a sex scene. But then you wrote a love scene between John's character, which was a male character, a masculine character, and my character, who were exploring feelings post a Super Bowl win where Tom Brady had just beaten did I, another. Is that, oh, oh, sorry. I froze, so I didn't hear any of that, but I loved it. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, could you set it in space? Um, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> like a western. What uh, you should what you should, it, it turned out really good. I mean, it's basically it's funny. It's it it you listen to the whole thing. It takes about an hour and ten minutes, and it feels like you're listening to like a halfway decent, coherent, not very good movie. Uh, dare to dream success but I, I do recall at one point that a character a female character that i was playing was filleting a male character that i was playing i believe cassandra wrote it and i was i was re recording myself blowing myself which i gotta say that's a first like i not, you, maybe i wanted to challenge you as a performer and i think you really came through i, I, I don't really, know why else we should do this if we're not trying to challenge and excite each other you know and make each other grow as people i definitely grew as i made myself swallow my own stuff it was that was a weird afternoon but not the first time but not the first time no 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 it's wheezy making cool beans. Uh, yeah so after a short hiatus, we have a new buzzsaw, Buzzsaw 3, Tokyo Drift, uh, this Is again. tonight? It's, yeah. it's premiering tonight. Episode. It's more episode. in the vein of uh, a rom-com. actually. No, no. It's a, it's a rom-com Christmas movie. It was inspired. It themed. It was inspired what? by what? when I met uh, three Trump supporters in a hotel. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Did, yeah. Dan just doing like a De Niro. He's going, <gasps> you can't really see. Yeah. A little bit. A little, okay. bit, little bit. So, is that how long are these? Things? I'm really just asking. Two hours. Like, two hours. Each go. one is two hours. It's a lot They're of about freeform eight, jazz. To eight minutes tops. Oh, yeah. We're doing a radio play. That's where we're going. We're, we're delving into John's youth when he was a big radio star yeah. in the 20s. But we're not there yet, right? How, how long do you all pod, like I, I I have to go in about 15 minutes. So sure, sure. if you want me to comment on it, which wait, I wait, love to, where do you, you have do to go? Now. Dan, where oh, do you that, have to go? Well, to go to the bathroom. I, I use the wrong verb. Oli's coming down. I thought that this was I thought this started at seven and I thought it was mm. seven, eight thirty. But I pushed him off as far as I can. You know, Oli, no, Oli can just hang so out. Long. Yeah, it's Oli. so long, Dan. What's that? <laughs> it's long. The podcast is long. Yeah, and Oli is like <laughs> 200 yards away, you can just text him and say, hey, come by. Uh, I did when I said I can't watch it at, when we talked about at 8.30 because I messed up on the timing. Let's join the time we're here. We have me now for... Yeah, I don't, I did, did, I don't want to waste it on Dan. He he could tell stories. He could talk no, no, about... No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I, I think if the, if the next thing was Buzzsaw, by God, man. It's not the next thing. It's the last thing. You know, no, they I, make us do it at the end so that the listeners keep listening. Yeah, do you understand so what teases go? So long. Papa, no. Here's what the next thing is. I love Dan. He said, didn't this used to be an hour? <laughs> no, it was what never. Softballs. It, it was never oh. an hour. That it got, can we hear that one more time? <laughs> Just give us a minute, Marty. Genius. Who's who sings that? Brad, Brad Stark. Stark did all those. He's Fantastic. A, love him. Uh, oh my gosh! There's. there's Okay, so what's what are the softballs? Let's do it. 
He's busy. Yeah, he's eating now. He says Marty softballs and he shoves something in his mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's home, relevant. We'll just it's relevant to this. the question. It's what has been your quarantine snack of choice? Cassandra, would you like to go? No. Nope. Are we going around? Nope. The John party? goes first. John goes first. Oh, I'm sorry. I, Dan, Dan goes go first. Dan, no, Dan goes first. Dan. Dan goes first. Dan, you go first. Because you're you're actually the guest, even though it's your own show. <laughs> also, Dan, I've been submitting my time cards, but I'm not getting paid. Is there something? Dan, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I just had to bring it up. About my internship too. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Yes, quiet. yes. The men are speaking. The men are speaking. Go back and be refined. It's a whole thing. But we've it's we're on it. We're on it. Okay. We're definitely on it. Um, snack by snack, Mary. Did you mean like and like it, it, it? Snack isn't meal. That's where I'm tripping up because I've been trying not to snack. But when I do, it's a pint of Jenny's ice cream. What's Jenny's um, ice cream? What flavor? It sounds expensive. Boston cream pie. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. The only good I... thing to come out of Boston. You get the Jenny's ice cream, the darkest chocolate is what it's yep. called. Yes, and I love that one. Big fucking like flaky yep. piece of the salt. Do 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 on top. Holy guacamole. Do, 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 do. How do, do, they, do, do, order, do. <laughs> how do they order Jenny's Boston cream pie ice cream good. in Boston, Cougar? What? Wait, I, you were cut off. I didn't hear anything. How do you order Boston cream pie ice cream from Jenny's in Boston? Well, Kyla, we're going to 31 flavors. <laughs> they don't. They're like, you know, cheap and they go to Baskin Robbins. Cassandra, I did hear you and listen to you. And I am going to flake salt on that. That's Baxter of darkest. Chocolate. I'm going to flake salt. Is that a gay thing? Fucking Marty. I don't know. It just sounded uh, it sounded like a sex thing. I'm. St I wish the audience could see me stare daggers into you. Oh, I thought you were staring daggers into Kruger. I, uh, you know, no, a, uh, Thirty-One no, Flavors Baskin Robbins started the very first one was in Glendale, California, not just uh, two miles from here. How many flavors? Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Uh, what about you guys? What is your snack of choice? Alcohol. Uh, yeah. Stacy's. Stacy's pita chips. Mm. These are all good. Yeah, These are good. And then we've been eating. Uh, I've I've been making homemade chocolate chip cookies every single night since March thirteenth. As soon oh. as Tom Hanks got COVID, I started making cookies, and I haven't stopped. Kruger, <laughs> damn, my wife's delicious pussy. I like that. That's good. I, that it's, it's is, pretty. That good. is, or Korean hard tack crackers. They're really good. That's a it's a push. That's even more sickening. I get those confused. <laughs> They've got a kind of sesame flavor to them, you know, like you can't quite. Okay, okay. Can't quite right. get the note. Okay. About the yeah. vagina or the Wait, or no. yes, yes, oh, yes. And, and we're on to the next, uh, the the next <laughs> softball, <laughs> Daniel. Yes, ma'am. Uh, what's a habit, good or bad, that you've picked up during lockdown that didn't exist before? These are not softballs. No, they're not. I, as I said it, I realized it's not a softball at all. It, it, but it's this you, is Dan. A complete violation of the rule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, have honestly. I mean, it's easy. Chronic just masturbation. Easy, no, well, oh, yeah. That, no, actually, that's like gone by the wayside. I've gained forty-five pounds in pit. Forty-five. Whoa! You look so great. He was. Thank you. He was I'm not. I'm not pounds. shaming myself, but it is a not healthy. 
But if I had to be honest about what's the thing I picked up is I eat all the goddamn time. Because I live by myself. You know, what work I'm doing right now is not production. It's development maybe for future production like many of us out here. I live by myself. I got nothing. The only thing that gives me pleasure is food. Ow. Come by and ride bikes with me, Dan. I live by uh, the bike trail on I'd the LA River. Eat a pizza. <laughs> well, we'll go get a pizza at the end. We'll ride bikes and then get pizza, and at least you won't feel bad. He lives by really great pizza, by uh, the way. I live by great everything. I live near Thai Town, and that is my favorite cuisine. And honestly, like, I'm not even really that hungry. But I may order some Thai food to eat during the middle of the movie just because I'm. It's good. What's your What's your favorite jam in Thai Town? What's your spot? Where do you go? Well, do you I do, I love Jitlada. Um, oh, Jitlada. Is is that? I mean, were you like honestly? No, if you told me, I just watched Jitlada. a video of her today. I think she calls it Jitlada. I've been oh calling my God, it Jitlada. That's, so, I feel, that's uh, the best place. American. For, um, the, it's a very spicy place, and so I just order everything no spice, which they hate, but still comes with. Nice spice. So if yes. you want to, if you don't like spice, Virginia. you eat there. Because no spice means spice. For a white guy from Virginia. No, no, I think I'm pretty good developed sense of like Thai spice. And if you order less spicy, that will be very, very, very spicy, which you might love. Cougar. I have I ordered some... the food there once. Yeah, Thai spicy. Just don't fuck with me. And it's inedible. Yeah, it's, like it we, is. We really, ordered really... very expensive crab, you and. I mean, Kruger, and uh, it was delicious, but super. Yeah, I let Marty fucking order, and he's like, we'll just have the special, the crab, and it was like $58 for one dish. While we're talking about food, I do, it's only because I'll forget. Marty, this is going to, I'm bringing a bit of on-air sadness here for you. Every year, Marty and Victoria and John and Eva and myself and sometimes Oli and Monica, we go to Tam O'Shanter's for Christmas, Saturday night, Christmas roast beef it's a, a prime rib prime it's one ribs. of the oldest yeah. restaurants in los angeles and it's this great like hobbit style restaurant and it's it you'd call it a gimmick except because it's been here for a hundred years you'd like it's beyond gimmick it, it is the, it is the thing disney used to eat there and so you go and they have carolers it is great and i look forward to every year i you have to call 60 days in advance they don't tell you but to get a reservation i do it that morning i did it this year and they just re-extended you know, they've extended the, the uh, lockdown here and Tam has canceled our reservation. So, Marty, you didn't know about it because I saw that coming. But in fact, Tam is off for 2020. Yeah. And it kills me. I really was looking forward to that. Yeah. Thanks a lot, China. God. <laughs> You're welcome. Fucking Wuhan. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, what about you guys? Any habits that you guys have picked up or uh, good or bad? Did I mention chocolate chip cookies? Oh, that's a good one. Cassandra, what was yours? Um, I said alcohol, but I guess I was joking. Uh, <laughs> Although there's some truth in it. Oh, gosh. Just can't stop, you know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, these aren't, these aren't easy. I, got, I mean, I, I bought a Peloton not knowing that the pandemic was coming. Um, because I was just, it was in January and I was like, woof, good job for that. Um, should have bought stocks, but I don't know shit about that. Am I right? Um, so, uh, <laughs> are we at a fucking open mic? Like what the fuck is going on? Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> are you wearing a, uh, a, a, a with your team? Right? <laughs> and I'm asking myself, 
is this a Peloton or is this a hamster wheel? Right. Anyways. Uh, That's all my time. My name's Cassandra. Please <laughs> check me out. I, I actually would have loved it had I bought one of those because my problem is I have bad initiative when it comes to exercise. Like I could go walk every day and I'm trying to, but that does not have the fascism that a Peloton machine would have brought to the table. No, 100%. I have to like salute a bunch of like weird countries before I get on it, but it yeah. is uh, worth it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, who else has not uh, tackled this hardball? Oh, did I answer? I don't remember. No. What's the name of Buzzsaw 2? Uh, uh, the Michelin Star? No. What's it called? Um, it's called. What now, Hollywood what now, Sun Hollywood Sunrise? That's it. It's hard to remember. Which is there, one is, is it? What now? Question mark Hollywood? Is it? Is Hollywood? Sunrise what now? What now? What now? What now? Or is what? Or is Hollywood Sunrise like a person and, and it's saying like, you know, how now, Hollywood Sunrise? No, no, it's, it's like Hollywood the first. The, the second one was Hollywood Buzzsaw Two. This again? Right, Miami. And then I, I wanted to add some Miami to it because it's the eighties and Miami sure. was big. Right. Which does we have Buzzsaw Three. Uh, this again? Is that yeah. what I just said? It, right. it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think what the bad now? habit that I picked up is riding my bike a lot, which is actually a good habit. I ride oh, my it's, bike it's, every, it's, every your day. Your bad habit is that you care too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I care too much. I exercise too goddamn much. So you want to come work for this company? What's yeah. your worst uh, attribute? I just I work too hard. I work too hard. Yeah. No, I, I just don't know how to put the pen down. I yeah. really, yeah. I'm just a. Uh, I want excellence, really. And sometimes people. I mean, in the past, sometimes that's gotten me in trouble because I'm just. I just every day I ride along the LA River into Frogtown, and I just every day like, I see something. Uh, 40, 50 miles. I mean, it just doesn't feel no much, like but five miles. Like, nothing special, but I yeah, every day I see like habits. either a beautiful blue heron bird or a young hobo kid shooting heroin into his arm. Like every day is just like a it's hobo most beautiful. Heroin no, a young it's hobo heroin. Young. Yeah, like you're too young to be a hobo. You gotta. You should get into acting, right. young man. Heroin you're thin. Fine. Hobo, no. Hobo, yeah. no. By the way, apropos of nothing before we go to third uh, softball, women who are mentally ill and homeless or just, I don't like to say just homeless, but they're kooky people walking around L.A. Two of them recently, one one took a swing at me just for no reason. I walked by her and she just swung at me. Paid her and five I, bucks. I, no. She just, I didn't say a word to her. She just took a swing at me and I moved my head super. I have super fast, fast reflexes. And I moved out of the way. I just, a very fast runner as well. And I just kept walking. But the other day in my neighborhood, there was a woman talking to herself by this church near me. I walked by her and I was listening to a podcast and she said, can I use your phone? And I said, um, no, I'm sorry. I'm on a call. And she said, to who? And I was like, wow, she heard, she's taking improv. Good for, good for you. Good. Yes, and. Yes, and. And I, went, I just, I was starting to answer her because I got to keep the scene going. And then I went, no, I'm not handing my phone to you, woman. You're not wearing any pants. Fuck off. But I, I, there's, I have this bad homeless energy where women are swinging at me or asking to use my fucking phone. Has anyone else experienced this or is it just me? 
I think it's just you. Just me. Great. Curious Moving on. Story. Yeah. yeah. Very curious. So is, is that the uh, that the that the habit that you've gotten into? Uh, being swung at by uh, homeless women. Yeah. I I hope Engaging so. Engaging aggressive yeah. homeless people. Dan, what uh, what games have you been playing during this lockdown time? It's a bit of a, a forced mm. thing because. That- we were we were talking Solitaire, about this. No, no. Lonely hearts. No, no. No. Uh, I got no. I tell got us no about one. the the new device that you got. Oh. <gasps> I did buy myself an Oculus Quest 2 and it extended into a virtual reality from which I cannot emerge. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a VR headset that just just like works on its own, right? You can walk around your place and just like, oh, oh. Uh Oh, it's a, you know what? It's not. It's a podcast. So. No, 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 it doesn't matter. You're into, nobody's listening. It's just us. That's we true. got we anyway. got uh, we got one of those for Yogi uh, for yeah. his birthday just before he left town. So now we've been playing with it. So have wait. you played Beat Saber? Yes. Yes. So I, how is, is so what's it like? So like I, I've I've not tried one of these. You know, it is pretty cool. Like when the one where it takes you on top of Everest, I like have a fear of heights, and uh, so. It, it it I wouldn't say that it's a hundred percent triggering, but you really feel, because they took a camera up there and they, they filmed it the right way. You really feel like you're walking right on the ridge at the top of Everest, and it's kind of cool because I will never ever do anything like that. I won't even go up Runyon anymore. And so just to be able to do that was super cool. The sharks are fun to swim with and that sort of thing. And the game, I thought you really you're really afraid of heights. I thought you just made that up so you didn't have to hang lights but when we were in college. No, no, terrified of heights and and hanging lights on that ladder. By the way, for the three years after you left, I was the guy up at the top. Of the you ladder. did? That's I got Terrified over my. Me. I got over my fear but of heights. Do you remember we got Master T to finally buy us some scaffolding so that <laughs> I didn't have to climb up that fucking ladder anymore? <laughs> Anyway, that was a lot of inside baseball. I know. No, 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 no. Go, go, go. I love it. <laughs> so people you, in Finland love this kind of stuff. Have you played Mist yet? I just bought Mist last night and I oh can't wait. Martin and I had talked about it. He gave me a couple other recommendations. I bought it. Um, wait, not last night. Whenever you and I were texting. And, uh, but I haven't played it yet. I think maybe this weekend. Let me check my schedule. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the old mist, except in yes. virtual reality? They've they've recrafted it for virtuality, and I probably won't remember how to solve the games, but I don't care. I'm going to enjoy it. I love those kind of things. You know, like Zork, those oh. of a certain age, Cassandra, it's, it's way beyond your years. And does it feel like, I mean, it, so it feels very real. You don't get carsick. You don't... It, it... I can see how some people would. Like, I don't get... I mean, I have. Everybody does once in their life. I don't get seasick traditionally like I, i'm fine with that um so i have not gotten that in here but i could see very easily you know if you i could see me losing my orientation for a moment and 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 getting away from me it 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 you never it's you never believe you're believe you're in another world <laughs> but you can't see anything but the world so i mean that alone is disorienting not being able to so you recommend it big thumbs up especially if you're 52 and single and and in covid and alone until may yikes yeah. you hearing a theme here yeah I, I i'm like going it. crazy i so, like it apologies have you guys i played, think it's fun have you guys been playing any games 
No I, Cyberpunk 2077? My boyfriend got an <clears throat> Oculus. He got it for work. He, oh, he has is. a job. What's his first name, by the way? Let's get a name for this fella. We make fake names for them. I, I don't have a fake first name for him. Give him a fake name. Give him a fake name. A fake name? Hubert. Hubert. Okay, great. Wonderful. Right. After the um, late, great Senator Hubert Humphrey, one of my favorites. No, I mean, you guessed his name right. His name is Hubert. Humber. Um, so he works as a location scout. And since we're in COVID, um, they were talking about on the show he's on that they would start doing location scouting, all, like give the directors and whoever, whoever needed to see the locations Oculus and then just send someone out to do it. And so he got one in order to kind of be the guy to explain to everyone how this thing works. Right. And um, we put it, I put it on and because uh, they were scouting Stanford and it was super cool and super trippy. Um, oh, and I just texted him now and I said uh, that we need Beat Saber. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's allowed to have games on his work Oculus. Oh, it's, it's 30 bucks. You can buy it, put it on there. Because what you do is you're chopping these cubes that are flying at you, and you have to do it with your, the lightsabers in your hand according to the directions on the cubes. Yeah. But it's all to a song, so you're kind of dancing and killing. It's really cool uh, because you're right. It's You don't completely like leave real life, but also yeah. it's about as close as you can get. Um I mean, and, you have gone uh, to a different visual place. I, I, I don't. I still know I'm standing in my. You know what I mean? I'm not like. It's not like 50 years from now when you'll be like, I literally believe I am somewhere else. It's right uh, what grounds me is when I think about how stupid I look when I have the thing on. I'm like with my mouth wide open, like, uh, like you know. <laughs> or I, have you ever seen a picture of yourself sleeping? Like, has anyone, you know, just fallen asleep at Palm Springs just in the middle of the day and someone snaps a photo? You're like, what the fuck is wrong? You're like, yeah, that's someone snapped a photo of me on a Xanax on a plane with my jaw hanging in my lap. And I went, I look like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. That. I'm sure you looked fetching. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm not photogenic like you, Dan. <laughs> fetching. Is my flirting like too much or right? Where no, needs to be like your... Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Come over, I'm to, come over to my side of the town. We'll go fishing at the area. LA River, Dan. Hey, Kruger, if I see you on the bike path, will you act like you don't know me? Yes. Okay. Anyway. Um, is that because of Hubert? Would he be jealous? No. I, Hubert just bought me a bike. It was an early Christmas present. And oh, so well, I'm like, Hubert. Yes. I'm riding on, I ride on the path every day. What do you get? Okay. Huh? What am I getting what him? Getting Hubert? The Hube. The I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm going to get him yet. I thought I was getting. I was thinking oh, about Sandra. Plant. Does plant? A plant. That's a every man wants a plant. That's I can tell you that. Yeah, that's going to get him excited. <laughs> I don't know what to get him. Uh, JP. Cutter, well, I, I, here's a list. Here's a list of things not to get him. A plant. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah. The fuck? I thought Wait, so in the eight items that are all plants. Yeah, in, in, in the ten things you don't want to get a man. Don't a get plant, him a fern. Don't a get him a poinsettia. Yeah, don't get him any kind no, of plant. I mean, he has plants in his in his place. Oh, oh really? He'll have yet another one. <laughs> I don't make as much money as him. I have to get him 
something that feels thoughtful and also not a piece of shit that's like a coupon book. I don't know. I was going to get him a plant. I bought him, I don't know. Yeah. I bought some flan. <laughs> I didn't make him flan. That so, be- uh, Dan, before we go into you uh, plugging all the things you're doing, <laughs> I want to plug something I've been doing with uh, yep. Marty, who's on the screen next to you. Uh, during the beginnings of quarantine, a, a gentleman and I who had a sort of sci-fi show, we were going to go pitch it, and then the world shut down, and we said, well, let's do this as a as a fictional scripted podcast. And we sort of wrote it, and we used Marty, who, man, that fucking guy could act. I, it's You know, you never know it from any of his real or any of his acting work, but he... Um, it's like a low blow there. I'm not a low blow kind of guy. Me? They go low. You go high. No, I go. I hit anywhere. I don't care. Um, no, he's fantastic. Like you should, you should actually listen to a couple. He's really good. But I got a piece of data from Spotify. It's on Spotify. It's the hundred and sixteenth most listened to fiction podcast this past year. Which wow. they won't tell me if it's out of one hundred and seventeen. It's out of one hundred and seventeen. It is. But I, I thought we'd be in like I voiced the hundred and seventeenth one as well. <laughs> I thought we'd be in the like top. 500 like there's like every day there's 5,000 right. narrative podcasts like we're yeah, I agree with you I mean that's that's not bad I, I was with no promotion and I made we made it out of the garage I'm in right now and but Marty is uh quite good in it he's uh the lead and the narrator it doesn't surprise you know I've worked with Marty many times over I've there. worked with him too and I've been very disappointed in everything he's done so yeah this was this was a shock <laughs> Okay. Uh, You're going to need to buy him a plant after this. No, uh, no. no, I'm going to get him an Oculus. Gear him, him up with a plant. Uh, JP kind of recommends. I think he's going to like the plant. Okay. <laughs> so right. that everyone knows. Or you can get him pistol with. <laughs> Video based reaction. Ask, him, ask him where you got those other plants. And he's going to say, well, that's from my ex-girlfriend. Previous girlfriend. Alice. And then this is from the other ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. this one is my soon to be ex <laughs> Oh, when I dated a guy for a while, he got me a PlayStation 5. Yeah. I wonder what Claire Clark is up to. Claire. Uh, Claire Clark? Yeah, Claire. I want to see Claire. I, I would never Claire. buy a person oh, I dated. I dated Claire. Claire. <laughs> I tried to fix it. Claire. Claire. I stepped on you. That wasn't. I, That's so, okay. It's a, it this, is, this is the new world we live in. Um, all right, hold on just a second here. I've got um, some of uh, everybody's favorite. You oh, know, yes, you'll hear hope this is my favorite. The mail sack, sing along with it. In sing it, yeah, that was great. That was great. What's oh, it like? Delight. That's my favorite. Yeah. Can you sing it live for us? Just give us a little acapella. Fucking chills. Dan just had Fucking a stroke, chills. everybody. Wow. Is, if anybody's so near Hollywood, us? please call the fire department. <laughs> it's like Aretha Franklin, only different. Unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Thank you. The reviews are pouring in. Anthony Charles writes in. Uh, yes. Hi, Cassandra. Just four years ago, my credit score was about 515. And one day my wife and I uh, were looking at some prof- property and we got. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. John's uh, uh, Anthony medication oh. alert went oh. off. 
<laughs> it's time to take the thing with for the eye so thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll wait. We'll wait. Jesus Christ! I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> Marty, could you please reread the uh, the, the mail? Uh, Anthony Charles was with his wife. They were looking at some property, and they talked about credit stuff. And she gave uh, him the best advice about repairing credit. First, she told me if you have collections, pay the most recent ones off first. Then move on to the next. Uh, um, if you only have to pay, a, oh, but you only have to pay the ones that are active. Moving on, uh, the next thing you should really do this. For instance, using the three other people on the podcast who would be best at paying their bills on time every time. That is the person you need to talk to. So here's what you need to it's do. It's important to say that Steve established that I have a low FICO score, but that's not necessarily true. But what did you do? Is it nothing? True? Because That's the problem because you, you weren't proactive about repairing. You could have done something. Yeah, you, I'm, I I exude youth, and and he's jealous, so he says that yes, I have a bad FICO yes. score, and my yes, FICO score is currently fair. So I just think that <laughs> bullshit. He is so fair. Fair. I got, I got, you, you march right into that auto dealership and you say, you tell them, give me the worst deal a woman can get. Go. I am so. Um, we've we've established that. that Hubert's credit score is very high, so oh. Anthony's yeah, yeah An Anthony's advice is to get a credit card with his name and um, let's see, it says have uh, Hubert add your name. Why would Wait, what? Want credit? His superb credit score dragged down to fair just to <laughs> finance the very plant that she's going to give him for Christmas. <laughs> This is your plant. Just 18 more payments and you own it. You fucking did a plant on layaway, you ghetto mother. No. <laughs> I think a bike and a plant are completely equivalent when you compare our incomes. Okay. When you would think a buck a month for 18 months, you could have paid all up front. But no. Okay. I'm gonna buy Fucking big one. Nick, like you put your ball Christmas ball. tree on layaway. What the fuck? Oh, we are, we are the, it is. <laughs> oh, it's an 80s comedy show here. Basically saying if you add your name to Hubert's credit card, you won't get a card, but you, it does uh, record you as getting a recurring payment. So your credit card, your credit score will go up quickly. Make sure to not get his permission when you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That would be stupid. That would be dumb. Yeah. Make sure it's post-coitus. Make sure he's blown a load. And then like, hey, what about put me I'm on your... Uh... Middle. I'm going to like grab your phone and open yeah. uh, open your Chase app. Just, and... just drop a digit in the old uh, poop shoot and say, <laughs> what about putting me on the old uh, the Citibank there, huh? Uh, Steve Owens... Um, <laughs> writes in and says, "Hey kids, just wanted to reach out and say thank you, thank John, you, Anthony, for the advice that I don't need." Uh, well, technically, I mean, uh, uh, I'm thinking collections. The, the mailbag is all from old mail, right? It's this is from previous podcasts. Uh, this is from seven years ago, Dan. So, <laughs> well, we're a little late. On the Steve Owens writes in and says, "Hey, just wanted to reach out and say thank you, John. I received all 24 copies of you know it, the game." Yeah, they look great. I can't wait to give them as gifts. That's all. Very Is that the one with the misspelling on it? Yeah, luckily, Steve does not have a spell education. Yeah, he's from Texas. Collector's edition is my thought. <laughs> uh, so if people do want to get one of these uh, games, where do they go? You know it. 
thegame.com. And how is that spelled? <laughs> okay, correctly. <laughs> Apparently, there's no A in it. <laughs> um, Chelsea writes in and says, haven't written in a while, but it's one of your Canadian women listeners. Yes, just like all my girlfriends in a CWL. One of them, the, she means the Canadian. Yes, yes. And she says, Gasp, I know we exist. I was listening to you talk about the women with the GoFundMe page. Uh, We have the same douches here. There's a restaurant owner in Ontario. This is the uh, bar owner in Sherman Oaks. Uh, there re- there's a restaurant owner in Ontario that has come out um, anti-mask and refused to close down for dine-in service. He could still do takeout. Uh, his Go- GoFundMe has reached over $330,000 Canadian. Um, but of course, because he's decided uh, to become the face of a movement, journalists have started digging and he's been operating without a license for years. Look up Adamson Barbecue if you're interested in feeling more enraged. Canadian barbecue? Yeah, yeah that's the outcome. Yeah. Oh. Smoked meat in, in Montreal is delicious. Uh, uh, love you guys. You said Ontario. Ontario. Yes. Uh, I'm doing all the free funny Chelsea from Alberta. Chelsea, thank you. Thanks, Chelsea. Chelsea we so enjoyed hearing from you. Yes, and it's good to know that uh, douchebags live even across the beautiful northern border. Where no barbecue dare exist. Yeah, Dan, when was the last time you were in Canada? You spent many years in Canada. Many years, and so much so they started calling it Danada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you do you miss it? Do you miss Danada? <laughs> I do, and it misses me. The, the crazy thing is I was there for five years, so by the end I wanted to be home again. And if only I had a show in Canada right now where you can where they've got the virus under control. I mean, this is when I wanted the show in Canada. Yeah, they're they're filming there then. I know. Yeah. Well, I and I'm know. glad they got up. I'm in talk with a lot of my friends who work there and they're they're being careful, but they're up there and they're shooting and restaurants are open and America mm. the worst. Yeah, such passion. Oof. Uh now Steve, uh you were saying He's how back. wait, what? He's gone. Oh. Um all right. Uh, did does anybody else game here on this on this podcast? No, just Dan. Well, I have an Oculus too. I play Beat Saber, but okay. uh, that's not really that's. Don, can we play Beat Saber together? I mean, I don't know. We could Oculus, try and figure it out. Oculus? yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, I'll uh, I'll see. I I, I don't I don't want to put in our, our my Facebook information. And that's the only I way. I kind of didn't want to do that. Maybe we can sort of figure out a way to just, you know, be friends on there without anybody right. knowing. So, <laughs> I mean, Dan, you might have some perspective on this um, mm. because you work in the business more than any of the rest of us. Mm. Uh, the a- HBO Max w- is going to, in 2021, distribute all of uh, Warner Brothers' 17 major films, every- everything from Dune to. Uh, starting, I guess, with at Christmas time with uh, Wonder Woman 1984, yeah. uh, The Matrix 4, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, mm. Are they going to make any good movies? Christopher Nolan. Dune has, is supposed to be great. Yeah. yeah. Christopher Nolan has come out and said that this is a terrible idea. Uh, what is he your said feeling? it backwards and forwards at the same time. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Uh, what is your <laughs> feeling about this, Stan? I have very, very specific uh, feeling about this, and that is that my 
partners, you know, Rob Thomas, uh, the our, the company, the our overall deals at Warner Brothers. And so anything. It's that they the do best thing in the world. <laughs> oh, well, well played. Well played. Well played. I Beautiful. <laughs> I'm for them. Yeah, I, I was talking to a uh, an actor friend of mine about this, and his wife is very, very high up at uh, a small company called Disney, and uh, he's complaining about no, oh, they're going to put movies down. Up. And I said the 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 era of the great director is over. The rock star director, the Tarantinos, they'll never happen again. And I said the era of the data heavy platform overlord who knows what the audience wants through some sort of net of collecting all of our thoughts is the future. And he usually pushes back. And then he said, yeah, but I've been hearing some high level calls from, you know, his wife is working from home. And he said, I think you're right. And I said, do not fight the matrix. It's not like in the movies, just give take the other pill and just be, just be happy. I, I, would, I, I think there's a lot of truth that I would also look at Hollywood as, eternally and this is i would say half joking half but mostly serious actually hollywood has always been eternally looking for the pot of money mm -hmm. that it can continue to make movies Wait, and make money business? in whatever art but so you know for a while it was simply the studio system and then came international and then came you know in the 90s when marty and i were cutting our teeth out here the you know it was dvds in germany so there was a different pot of money now or pot of access and it's called streaming you know, it, it's still all floating along and it's all going to be movies. And uh, I guess I guess what I'd say is the continuum is more they're going to keep looking for the pots of money that exist to do what they do. And right now it's streaming. 20 years from now, there'll be something else we don't even know. Right. But, but like people but, that create video games don't complain about, oh, well, there's really only Xbox and. Uh, yes, they do. And all right. They I don't think they would. You just don't yeah. know them. They, well, yeah. I do. My, my wife works with the head of uh, Xbox and they. Well. They, the people, well, the, the people that work for him but, complain about him. But for some reason, their voices are kept quiet. And then, like the Holly, like because Hollywood, the, Hollywood just has a bigger, you know, a bigger campus. Better publicists traditionally has had a a that that is probably left over from the way media's function and will continue to be for a while. People <clears throat> just like celebrity for whatever. Hey, I watched Tenet this week, and I am fucking glad I did not go to the theaters and get COVID to see Tenet. It, it is uh, earned three hundred million dollars. I mean, it did. Yeah. yeah, it was like the only option. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but it was really. It's just like it's the nail you, in the coffin you, for thinking you paid money for it, right? I did, and I regret every cent for of it. But you don't think it's a nail in a coffin, do you? I mean, I, I, think I no, I think John it's Kirk. no, I think it's a nail in the coffin of Christopher Nolan. Uh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like I mean, I don't, I don't think he's. I don't even think he's been built. Maybe this is the no, 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 no. It's a nail in the coffin of my opinion of him. I'm not <laughs> oh, more important. Over. Coffin. Little, I thought you were smaller. No, 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 fine. Very, very, very small grave. But if you like, if you, if you that look he's at, a great storyteller. But a storytelling aside, like if you look at the reviews and you look at all the YouTube videos, everyone complains about the mix. Everyone's like, I can't hear what anyone's saying. It's because it's mixed for giant theaters. Oh, that's true. And, and it's like, I watched it and I, and every scene I went, I missed about half the scene. Like what? Also, he likes to put characters in his movies who have shit on their fucking face, which is fucking stupid. Because like, why does he have a mask on? Well, it's there's oxygen problems when you travel back in time. Like, just who cares? Don't have masks on your actors. But I, 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 I don't know. I think... 
And I got lost. Fuck it. It's all right. And in answer to your question, Marty, I do think that our Warners will go back to releasing movies once movie deals <clears throat> again. In, in the in the you know, movies aren't going to go away. They they may mutate, but they're not going away. No, I think when people will be excited to go back. I mean, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. The other day we were watching like Bad Mom's Christmas, which like why I have no fucking oh. idea. On I don't I didn't it, leave me alone. There was a few laugh out loud moments. Okay, you brought it but, up. Uh, huh? Yeah, go on. So we were watching, and there's a scene in the bowling alley, and I looked at my roommate, and I said, "I would fucking I'd rip it up in a bowling alley right now. I'm dying to get back into a bowling alley. I don't bowl." But I just want to do fucking anything yeah. safely. I think, so yeah, I when think, movies come back, I don't. Yeah, people are gonna go. They're gonna. The last like, thing oh, I'm gonna do is god. watch another mediocre movie on my TV. And yep. once we go out. Oh my I, god! I, once it's an option to go back, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. fuck streaming. I want to go and like, yeah, I want to go see a movie in the theater. I want to go to dinner first, then the movie. I want a hundred dollar night. What if that movie Here's is the, Butt Boy? Who's oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to talk and about I, and I am now Oli's getting mad. So, I got like But you the only one who watched it. What did you think of Butt Boy? Just say oh, what I, I watched it. Oh, I know, but but Dan's leaving. So, what did you think of Butt Boy? You watched uh, the whole I thing. Hated understood it? the and appreciated the the dark target of the 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 the, the comically dark target the taking the sh- piss out of the genre itself and there were some cool visual moments. I I ultimately did not think that it 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 uh it landed it landed as strongly as it, it wanted to so it landed sort of like elon musk in the last week with the now that sounds i you, something about elon has gotten under your skin i mean he is a douche no i'm talking about spacex the spacex craft that, that if an ipa went to mit and gave birth it would have been elon musk but what did you think? Uh, by the way, I, I hate saying negative things about other people's art. Uh, I, I, I didn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was well crafted and had a sense of tone. I just all I could think about was the title. As a sort of amateur marketer, I was like, "Why would anyone watch Butt Boy other than like, well, is there a lot of gay sex in it or something? Yeah. Like, no, it's it's more about a guy that needs to feed his asshole. Like, I don't have a Funner, have a, the title didn't fit the the tone. That again, I think, you know, na- the nature it could have done more with the nature, the, the comic nature of obsession or what. It reminded me of a movie I saw recently that I enjoyed very much called Swallow, which again I watch and it's like a picture of a woman with something in front of her mouth and she's very attractive. And I went, uh, "Honey, let's let's watch this movie. Let's see what Swallow is about." And she has this weird affliction where she must eat things. That you're not supposed to eat, and then it rips her up inside. Like she Ooh. eats, like, and then she and saves it. She saves the item. I'm getting that for Oculus, and it is a really good movie. It's it's in the very same space, but it, it's better than Butt Boy. Uh, I watched. I started watching Butt Boy, and I was like, no, I'm gonna go finish Alice in Borderlands on Netflix. And this was- is a. Fu- I'm glad that we're ending here because I'm fucking outraged, Marty. You send me an email and you say everybody's got to watch Butt Boy before we're on there. And I take like an hour and a half out of my day to watch this movie. I've got 900 things I want to watch. And then I find that you don't even fucking watch it. I started to. Goddamn outrage. I started to. And the the show has been a a nightmare since you left. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get it. You got to rein him in, Dan. He's out of control. I'm out of control. He was signing these things. Dan, you are welcome to come back anytime. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we'll schedule in. No. Schedule you. But seriously, next... I've been filling out my time card like nothing. Like I'm not like. Next... No, no, it's it's okay. believe me. It it trust me. It's just the guy down in accounting had a bad back. It, it, oh, it, it was Mitch, Mitch. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch. I saw him. I yeah. saw him with pain. Next From ten years. We were doing diversity hires here at podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. I'm Cuban and I'm and I'm bisexual. Cassandra's three birds with and, one and stone. HR is so thrilled with with all of that. Yeah. And, okay. and we'll we'll be getting back to you. Yeah. No. Oh, totally. Totally. I, I'm I'm happy to be here. I just you know I don't want to sound ungrateful. You know. No. 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 It's it's reading that way, but not not terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Cassandra is an absolute delight meeting you. Or I, you know, I feel like we've met before orally. R a u r a l o y. Have we, like, but mm. on the podcast at all in in other years? Did did you call Me? in? Yeah. No, seriously. No. I thought honestly, like there was a time where Marty was doing, and there were some folks who were calling and stuff, and I thought no. perhaps involved then. No. No. An absolute delight to meet you. In Thank total. you. It was yeah. nice to meet you too. I'm glad that you're real. Um, I've been questioning your existence for a long time. Give Hubert my best. I will. Oh. All right. Say John, hi, Holly. Uh, come back. We'll uh, uh, come bye, back Dan. in six years. And everybody, thank you, Dan, for joining us. Marty, thanks for having me. Great to see you. All right. Um, cool. So I will suggest that we people watch Alice in Borderlands for next weekend for next week's show. Uh, we got a call from another Merp who wanted to be on this show, and I thought that's too many Merps, too many vintage Merps for one podcast. So hopefully we'll get Wait, who wanted to be on. Uh, Bill Twatterson oh, texted gosh. me, and he uh, yeah. So I'm going to try to bring him in for next week. We'll see what his schedule is like. Uh, Steve, thank you for helping. Um, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Dan. Tweet at Dan. That's at Dan Etheridge uh, on the Twitter. Tell him to come back. Okay, Sandra, what do you think of Dan? That's, he's like the guy. Very he different. He was so nice. How much good energy? Good, good Southern yeah, charm. Normal bullshit and hatred. Shut no. the fuck up, Jesus Christ! We're right here. <laughs> okay, so anyhow, it's uh, Alice in Borderlands. It's based on a manga. It, it was adapted in live action. It's quite a spectacle. It's pretty thoughtful. I highly recommend it and um, good special effects. And we can talk. We'll talk about it next week since nobody seemed to have watched it this week. JP, I think. No, I like watched it. half of it. I watched half of Thugs of Hindustan. No, what the fuck were we supposed to watch? No, I'm talking about Alice in Borderlands. Just like, just listen back to the show, okay? Okay. Um, Hold on. Uh, note to self listen to this show when it drops next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Alexa, remind me to listen to Nooner podcast with Marty and Dan. Make sure that it drops before Monday, because on Monday, of course, everyone's going to be listening to Trashy Trashy. Oh, yeah, we'll get to your plugs, whatever. All right. Oh, okay. Are you ready, um, Kruger? Are you ready for your yes, episode? So this was written by Cassandra. It was inspired by some... Uh, an, an encounter I had with three lovely Texans and it is called Buzzsaw 3 something something Hollywood something something um, and yeah 
Here we go. What now? Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at the Los Angeles airport. General opinion is starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed, but I don't see that. It seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. Fucking serious? You took three weeks just to copy and paste the opening monologue from Love Actually? Stop trying to make this happen. We we, we barely planned this out. There, there's no way we could intersect seven different love stories. I didn't copy and paste it exactly. I said Los Angeles Airport. And I know we'll never compete with that kind of genius, but we can do something different. Can't we? I guess. I mean, think about it. Christmas is everywhere. Even at Sawmill Lake. It's Buzzsaw 3! What now? Hollywood Sunrise. Yes, Sawmill Lake was a small but well-known landmark in Holiday Park, California. From LAX, I'd say... Take the 105 to the 110 to the 101. Yeah, very hip area. Coffee shops, speakeasies, and low FICO scores aplenty. Pass it here, pass it here. All set up for a lakeside picnic. Jimmy, Ricky, and Ree toss a frisbee. Incoming. Ricky passes to Jimmy. He catches it and stumbles backwards, nearly missing one of the numerous tents set up by the area's local homeless. Hey, watch where you're throwing that thing. Oh, sorry, man. But hey, I'm, I'm looking for your opinion. If Republicans continue to support the president as he refuses to... Jimmy, you get back here! Jimmy runs away from the wild homeless man and crashes down onto the picnic blanket between Ricky and Ree, laughing. <laughs> you saved me. The homeless situation is really bad over here. Do you think that it proves that our nation is too divided? Yeah, we're certainly a long way from Texas. Yeah, well, good riddance. I'd be happy if I never saw another oil rig in my life. Jimmy looks broodingly off at the lake. He's handsome and dangerous looking. Oh, like Shia LaBeouf. Jimmy, you can't keep blaming yourself for what happened. Can't I, Ricky? Can't I? I mean, he only comes once a year. What do I freaking do? I keep the rig running late one terrible night. Now, Jimmy, you don't even know what happened for sure. I knew I was picking antlers out of the crane Christmas morning. Calm down, Jimmy, please. Jimmy gets up and storms off. <laughs> Guess that means we'll only need to rent two pairs of ice skates. No, he'll be back. I just wish there was some we could do to prove to him that he didn't kill Santa Claus that night. Ricky and Ree think about what... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. 
Jimmy killed Santa Claus? I thought this story was going to be nice. Guess that will have to get explained at some point. I mean, he's Santa. Surely he wouldn't just crash into an oil rig. Rudolph wouldn't allow it. I know. Something fishy definitely was going on. He just won't listen. Well, he's always been that way. Stubborn. Just like his daddy, John Carmichael. Y'all can take the boys out of Boston. But you can't take the Boston out of the boys. I know. It says that on my t-shirt. Ree shows off her t-shirt with this catchphrase. She got it from a podcast she listens to that also sells merch. And speaking of funny clothes, I can't keep this secret any longer. Ooh, tell me, tell me. Well, at this year's ugly non-denominational holiday sweater office party, I'm finally going to tell my boss that I'm in love with them. Perfect timing. Everyone knows there aren't any HR departments during the holidays. And if there are, they're too drunk on eggnog and swept up by all the holiday emotion. I'm so happy for y'all. Ricky and Ree hug. Jimmy walks back over to them, carrying three pairs of ice skates by the laces. Hey, you guys ready to skate? Sorry about my freak out. I, I just needed to blow some steam. It's okay, baby. We understand. Jimmy and Ricky kiss like a couple who's only been together for two months, but in reality it's been seven long and at times hard years. No kids, though. They all died in a meth explosion. I just get really torn up thinking about Santa. Shh. Let's just skate. The three ice skate hand in hand around Sawmill Lake taking the occasional tumble, recording Instagram stories, <laughs> and laughing. Oh, so much laughing. <laughs> Seems this day truly was a perfect kickoff to what will be a really nice Christmas story. But in the center of the lake, the sunlight reflects off something beneath the ice. Something gold. Oh, shit. What now? So many yeah. directions. Oh my god, what a nice story! Know, with so much mm. potential. Well done, Cassandra and Steve. That was just beautifully produced. Thank you. Uh, I think Rhee in real life was a lot more masculine than how I portrayed her. <laughs> I I didn't I honestly am so excited for, you know, uh what do we do? Eleven episodes of Last Bus Saw. That's like ten. almost three months. Oh, ten. Okay, so you know, two and a half months of you guys doing Texan accents. I think that's so much fun. John isn't the most authentic. This story is supposed to be 
a bunch of different characters coming and going? Like, we, we, do we, we don't think know. we can? We don't, we don't know. know. We shall see. I mean, if we're doing Love Actually, we're fucking doing it. But God I don't think it, we are. I've got to watch it. Fuck that. Well, oh, you guys get the uh, the new episode. I sent it out uh, today. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You didn't read it. Nope. No. No. I, I I opened it. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. It, it, it's a whole different storyline. I checked it for spam. Sort of. Uh, okay, so, so you, uh, you know what? Like, don't uh, don't tease huh? the audience so much. We'll see. We'll find out next week. No, it's a love actually thing. It'll all come together. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I can't wait. Just the yeah. same way that love actually did. Yeah, it'll just be so um, contrived and make you want to never date anybody like mm. that. Feel it in my fingers. Oh god! I feel it in my toes. <laughs> Christmas is all around us. I, I sent. Uh, He's actually a good actor. You would uh, know from that movie. Who, Bill Nye? Bill Nye. Bill, yeah. Bill, Bill Nye. Nye. What's his name? Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Nye. 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 What am I? What Bill Nye? Not the science Nye. guy, but the right. Nye. Nye. I, I I read the script and uh, I sent Cassandra an email saying, "Wow, I read the first page. Like you're a really good writer. This is this is well done." And I realized, oh, she just cut and pasted from Love well, Actually. Actually. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest is, you know. Well, now you know what you to expect from me. <laughs> but I was like, "Ooh, look at her! Like, goddamn, she can turn a phrase." Oh, right, that's somebody else. Um, I mean. You did your best. That was funny. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed ice skating and I enjoyed the oil rig crash. And I like uh, the laughing where I hear a y'all in the laughing. What none, like, of, none of you fucksticks recorded any of yourselves. La- so that's all me what are you just laughing. I've recorded a bunch of laughter, you fucking tool. No, you right fucking. And, and and we have to have a meeting about how you deliver audio. It is no, no. You already you already told us yeah, how you want yeah, audio delivered. Yeah. But I put in tons of laughter. I I can yeah. play it right now. You couldn't find it because the way you no, deliver no, stuff. It was right in. It, it's is, Dan, all, is Dan gone? Can we return to the show that we usually do? Sequential. And stop being nice. You, you I'm can... fucking furious. <laughs> you don't know furious. <laughs> now it's just rote. It does. Uh, I mean, could he passion. like? I, I'm not trying to insult him, but he's so good at talking about politics. I don't know a fucking. I did not understand a word he said, but I believed every second of it. Yeah, he was good. He had a lot of hand gestures too for those his listening. Fa- his face work was amazing. He's an amazing communicator. Nice. Yeah. Yes. But but he's wasted in, wasted in Hollywood. John. Huh? What's that? Because you found him. He every everything he is uh, is from me. <laughs> I like hearing those stories about you. About me? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm mean to you constantly, but deep oh. down, I really respect you and think you're awesome. Oh, God, you make me sick. <laughs> that's that's the nicest that's, thing that's, that's, anyone that's, that's, has that's, ever that's, said to me on this podcast. The opposite of that, John. That's how, how I feel about you. you. I actually yeah, like yeah. you, but deep down, I think you're yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> all right. I feel that way about all of you. I feel like, you know, this would be a nice podcast if you guys were fucking nice to me. Shut up. All right. Um, you ever shut up? So what what do listeners have Tuesday to Tuesday nights where Cassandra gets backed into a corner? What do listeners have to look forward to in Trashy Trashy this week? 
Oh, you know what? No, I, that's why I asked. <laughs> <sighs> John, real quick, how'd your dad die? Just tell me no, again. Tell me about up, your dad's death. Okay. Do you want to know how my dad died? Yes. He didn't explode, but he died in a CAT scan machine. He did? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. He went to the hospital. <laughs> didn't and, come back. Yeah. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. vividly being in my grandparents' car behind the ambulance, and then the look on my mother's face when he died. Anyways, um, it's so Christmas time. She collapsed. It was crazy. Um, I was eight. Uh, so, anyways, we t-shirts are available on our uh, the newer website if you'd like a Cassandra oh, yeah. okay. crying. Head- death of her father in the backseat of a car shirt or me learning t-shirt uh me learning that my mom has attempted suicide shirt uh john's uh seeing his father explode and then if if it's from me there's no t-shirt so it's you selling fireworks at cost this cost me eight dollars and 21 cents that'll be eight dollars and 21 cents it's a you know it's a couple of panels it's a push i like it um what were you saying i'm sorry so, um, <laughs> trash, Steve trash. was throwing a tennis ball at his ceiling, and I looked up at mine, and it's popcorn, um, because I'm poor. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> someday there'll be wood up there. You'll have an A frame, Get- mid century modern, Let's keep and looking sunset, up. sunset Huber, Villa Park. Can I sign up with sunset your Villa credit Park. card just Talk. north of the 110? Yeah, Huber. so. We every every Monday is a new episode of Trashy Trashy, but this week, probably coming out on Friday, we're doing a special, quick like fifteen minute episode because we're going to be talking about um, the Lifetime and KFC collaboration. Yes, Mario Lopez for seduction. Yes, starring Mario Lopez, which I have seen and mm. a lot of opinions about so please listen to that special trashy trashy uh episode we were uh, all going to yeah. talk about it but cassandra said no 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 that's trashy trashy territory don't don't you know don't step on that's not true i say the same things on both podcasts all the time all right. um so but- yes and doesn't mean anything for cassandra the improviser hey by the way marty i like you in a plaid shirt thank you thank you uh, someday i'll wear one <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny uh john who's go- who's not going to be on uh you know at the podcast or the the uh, youtube show this thursday you all right but who is going to be on bill sawyer's Lo- friend uh, of the show Chiro's daughter jessa mm. uh jolene jurlid not a real person another person that you don't know who i don't know whose name is angel I Love think her. her name is Angel Rangel. That's what her name is, but I think it's actually pronounced Angel Rangel. But <laughs> I think it should be Rangel. Angel Rangel. All right. Yeah. I'm going to call it Angel, Angel Rangel. Rangel on YouTube. Just uh, search for You Know It, uh, and you can stream it live or watch it later, right? Correct? Yeah, and what we're going to do, if, uh, if my producer says yes, is we're going to actually, we do it on Thursdays. I think we're going to do Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, because... What else is people gonna do? Uh, yeah. What else is gonna people do on a t-shirt now? Nooner, nooner shop, nooner merch. What is, I say gonna... is gonna is people gonna? Is yeah, gonna... yeah. You know what? 
it was like poetry. It was yeah. like Williams Wordsworth, but from New Hampshire and with a speech impediment. Anyway, um, before it tips and everyone is talking about the show, I want everyone to go to HBO and watch How To with John Wilson. Yes, it is absolutely. fucking yeah. bananas good. Executive I finished the whole season. by Nathan Fielder. I don't care who executive produced. I don't care what fucking well, Jew got their little what, Jew claws all what over the, it. What the tone is of it. It is beyond explaining. Everyone should watch it. You will fucking just it. You will just learn watch more it. about scaffolding it's than you will ever care to know about. Yes. Or about um, extending your foreskin. Oof. Been there, done Which that. Which was one, one of the it. best scenes I've ever seen of television. <laughs> yeah, it is. Please just watch it. Don't Google it. Don't read about it. Just listen to my voice. I'm speaking to you, listener, in your earbuds where you're doing whatever menial task it is that you kill time with our show. Stop and masturbating. Watch, stop masturbating, especially you, Steve Owens. Take off your skin mask and watch. That's how his foreskin to- made out of his own foreskin. <laughs> And also, while I'm at it, uh, listen to Men I Trust. It's a Montreal uh, dream pop band that I am obsessed with because the singer girl is so fucking cute. She is a manic pixie dream girl that cannot be described. Creepy. All right. Speaking Uh, of Canada. And uh, next week, we will have episode two of Buzzsaw 3, What Now? Hollywood Sunrise. And we will uh, talk about Alice in Borderlands, uh, whether we see it or not. It's on Netflix. It's pretty cool. And we will see you. Or no, Steve, I'm sorry. This is your thing. No, no, you were doing so. You're so well. And I I love you in a a plaid shirt. Where did you get? Did did you borrow that from my lesbian sister? Yep. Thank you. It smells like roasted coffee. Ouch. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Rum, 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 rum,